Hello, this is longtime Milwaukee radio personality Steve Pallack. Stand by, your next episode is queued up. The on air light is lit. It's season five of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back, Jim. Hey, Chris. Look it down. Uh, yep. Hi. I'm uh, check, checking our notes on our next guest. That's all. Come yeah. on. Eyes up, Jim. Yeah, Eyes sorry. Up. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome back uh, to the Bait and Sweat podcast. Uh, my co-host and uh, my listeners here. I saw some of the news and I brought it to Jim's attention. He thought it'd be a good idea. We want to talk a little bit about education here. Your kids are in what type of school are they, Jim? They're in a Montessori school. Yeah. So and your your wife's involved. She's a, yep. a teacher. Teacher there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I saw this in the local news. I thought I'd get a hold of this guy. By this guy, I mean a local uh, suburban school superintendent here uh, in Milwaukee, this local suburb of Brookdale. And uh, I saw in the news where they've been having problems with significantly bad test scores. There's a lot of worry in the community there of Brookdale that uh, something needs to be done. And so I thought I'd get a hold of the superintendent. His name is Andrew Glenfield. Let's see what we can figure out about what's going on in Glendale. Welcome, Andrew. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Jim. Uh, we love yeah, to but... discuss and you know, get information out to the local listeners, making well, sure they know what's going on in their school district, a lot of tax money involved, and I think it's a great thing that you guys are doing here. Well, yeah. Brookdale is a very highly desirable neighborhood in Milwaukee, in the Milwaukee area, but surprisingly, uh, you guys got a problem going on, apparently. The test scores, how bad is it? Well, Chris, back in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, they were always in 95th, 97th percentile, ranking right up there in the top. But nowadays, whew, I mean, it's single digits. Wow. Bottom 2%. Wow. That's quite a fall off yeah. uh, from the top 2% to the bottom 2%. There's something going on. And I want to dig deeper into this question to see if we can figure out what's going on. Brookdale's a very relatively uh, wealthy community, but maybe you guys just aren't getting the funding. Maybe they're just, uh, people take their eyes off the ball. Well, you know, in the last election cycle, Chris, the the referendums came up and they approved, everything got approved, you know, breezed through and funding came through. We've got new facilities, top of the line, you know, elevators. We've got those, what are those fancy boards that they call them nowadays? The whiteboards or not smart smart boards. boards. We got the smart boards. Um, they're getting away from blackboards. They're going to whiteboards. Is that the, right. the, the, yeah. the thinking these days? And that was even worse than that. It's smart boards now. It's not cutting it. The money's flowing in. So hmm. the, the tech isn't the problem, you're saying. They've got plenty of technology. Yeah. We're doing a lot for the kids here money-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe they don't uh, have, um, you know, sometimes they need to let off steam. Maybe you guys just don't have the, the physical facilities, you know, pools and things like that. Maybe Maybe the kids are just too cooped up. A lot of people have said that, and that's why, you know, maybe five, I believe it was five years ago, slightly before I came to the district, Chris, we, um, we upgraded our facilities. There was also a referendum that year. and A lot of referendums. Yeah. A lot of referendums. That's how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. In Brookdale, I mean, the, the parents here in Brookdale, they, they're very supportive. Even the non-parents in Brookdale, we recognize, you know, the value of a good school and we've got new facilities, we've got new pools, we've got new gyms. I mean, is it possible that, uh, you know, even though it's, uh, you know, it's a very desired school district, but is it possible that some of the students just come from 
uh, underprivileged families and that, you know, that, that maybe they struggle a little bit there. Well, you know, that's a great issue. That's something that we take a lot of pride in, in addressing in our school district. You know, it's for everybody. It's a school for the people, not just the rich people. And, you know, what are the big hot things nowadays? Internet, right? Everybody's talking about the internet. Sure. Yep. Brookdale, we've got that new, what's that Tesla Starlink? You get yeah. Starlink. Oh, wow. I don't even yeah, think that, many people are using that yet. That's that, great. That's right. Brookdale, you get that. So if wow. you're on the road, mm-hmm. you know, the kids, if they can't afford to get to school, we got Uber rides for them. Oh, wow. Jeez. You know, and their Starlink, I believe the Starlink works in an Uber ride. I'm not the tech guy, but I believe the Starlink's working everywhere. You know, it's satellite based. Sure. Because um, what are you guys using there? You're probably using cable, DSL. I got dial up. Dial up. Dial up, yeah. sure. That, well, the latest and version of it. But yeah. Yeah. In Brookdale, we got satellite. Nothing but the best, really. Nice. Wow. Well, that's, yeah. I guess it's, uh, so, that's not it then. I well, guess. maybe, maybe they don't, uh, a lot of times nutrition is very important. Kids, maybe they're coming to school yeah. on an empty yeah. stomach. You know, parents, uh, parents are very harried, hurried. Is it harried or hurried, Jim? I always wonder. Is it harried or hurried? Or are they harried and hurried? I think, I think they're harried and hurried. I think it, yeah. it, gets, it gets hairy when things get hurried. I think yeah. So I, I mm-hmm. maybe yeah. the problem is, is uh, they don't have enough food in the belly. You guys address that. Yep, yep. I mean, that's in the news, right? We're all seeing it. Inflation. Yeah, right. It's hitting the communities hard, and it's hitting food. our yep. less affluent. Um, so what we like to do to fix that is we like to have breakfast, lunch, and you know even sometimes dinner brought in for the kids. Brought in. We have a chef that's on staff preparing a lot of foods. He's not using any high fructose corn syrup, you know, all those hot buttons that maybe lead to some health issues. We're bringing in, it's all natural. Okay. Possibly organic. I haven't, you know, I'd have to look into that, but I believe it's organic. Maybe while they're taking these tests, there's some type of peanut allergy going on and their eyes are getting puffy. They can't read the tests. Is that possible? I believe we're peanut free. Maybe some of the parents are working later or they're working second shift or something. They don't see the kids too much. They're not paying too much attention to what they're doing. Kids get a little too much freedom. Anything like that? Well, let me ask you this, Jim. Sure, sure. So we've got, you know, one of the the prototypical parent that we have in our community, Lewis. Great guy. Great guy. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. He drops his children off at school and he normally stays about for two hours and helping tutor the kids that are a little bit behind. Okay. Then he goes to work for a little bit. After school, he comes in, he helps set up a homework club. You know, he's helping take kids to the youth center. So let me ask you, does that sound like a parent that's not involved? Maybe they're too involved. (laughs) Maybe they're too involved. It's too much. There's too much much involvement. Helicopter. Bulldozer. Helicopter. Can there be too much love? Can there be too much help? Chris, I, I don't think so. I think in Brookdale, our parents are very focused, very involved. Okay. You know, we can get, we can get through a lot of things here, but I think it's going to keep on coming back to the same point. I mean, it's the kids here, Chris, the kids are the issue. Children are not the future in Brookdale. Apparently not. Well, it it seems odd to that. You're passing on the buck to the kids. There's got to be some other, some other thing that we're not thinking of yet that because obviously it can't be the kids. What what about the actual tests that we're talking about here? I mean, is it possible that the tests could be biased? You know, they've talked about that, right? Where, you know, sometimes when they create the test, 
the the person creating the test can kind of you know subconsciously create it for themselves and and people are that are at that level that kind of thing you know i mean uh it, it could be something like that right well, you know great question jim real great question so the test company is right here in brookdale and most of the employees are local you know third fourth generation of brookdale so they're the ones writing the test so if there is a bias sure it would only help our children since it's their parents writing it and who doesn't <laughs> yeah. love their children and write a test to help them out. Right. So you're saying it would be almost be the inverse. So they might be doing, they might be doing better than you actually, uh, you know, the, the, their scores might actually be worse. Well, is I, what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't say that Jim. Let's not. <laughs> I think that's the clear implication is that the, the test score should be worse than actual, than they've actually. So these are brand new state of the art tests. Are they accurate? How about that? Maybe there, maybe there's some type of problem with the scoring, some problem with the the the, the machines they're taking the. Uh, oh sure, the yeah, yeah. The machines maybe it's bugging the software. Extremely accurate. You know, we've ran it through multiple actuaries have looked at it. You know, multiple algorithms have studied them, taken them. They're ultra accurate. Okay, so so okay, so it's not that they they probably weren't miscalculated then either. I mean, they, you know, that's okay. What about, the, oh, oh, what about this? You know, you've seen a lot of these uh, stories in the news lately, Flint, Michigan, um, other places like that that are a little older communities, but they've got lead pipes underneath the ground, piping in the water. And it turns out they didn't realize, but there's lead in the water and that yeah. really affects your, uh, affects your brain functionality. That could be it. Water's tested frequently. It's clean. It's it's pure Lake Michigan water, Jim. That might what, be a problem. What about what about <laughs> what about air pollution? You know, for the last two years, Chris, we've all been wearing masks, filtering the air. We've installed state of the art ionic air cleaners. I just I can't see that being an issue. I'd like to say I think it pains you, but I, I'm really not getting the feeling that it pains you that uh, that you think the problem are the kids. That's what you've narrowed it down to. It doesn't pain me. You know, as the superintendent, it's my job to figure out what the problem is and to fix it. So, so essentially, these kids have got to go through the system and, and get out of the district if you guys are going to have any hope to raise your scores. Yep, they've failed us, and that's on them, Chris. That's on them. Are they, are they not working hard, or are they just not that bright? You know, that's a great question. That's something we have not looked into. Well, I mean, the test scores would indicate how bright they were, right, Chris? I mean, wouldn't that, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess where do you differentiate between effort versus actual uh, God-given intelligence, if you will, right? Does uh, does the buck stop with you? Uh, maybe, uh, no? maybe the school board, maybe the parents uh, might be coming after your job. That's why we have elections on the school board. And I believe that I have the full faith and trust of the school board. You know, the students, they just don't try hard. And I don't believe that they are smart. And there's just nothing. There's no amount of resources that can fix that. So what what does the other other members of your school board think of this? I mean, are they on board with this theory? Well, there's science behind it, Jim. Of course, they're behind the theory. We've looked into it all, and it just everything points back to the students, family notes. Okay. Huh. Wow. You know, I, I thought, Chris, I thought we were going to come here tonight and have some kind of epiphany, you know, and, and uh, throw something up. But it, 
what do they say? They've turned over every rock that I can think of. And it's just it's just kind of like a bad cold, Jim. You just got to let it run its course. Yeah. So you're just gonna, you're just going to wait for this wave of children get out and brighter, smarter kids come in. That's all you can do. So that's the hope. Yeah. Well, huh. my condolences to you. Um, yeah. I mean, because these kids are making you look bad, and it's yeah. through no fault of your own. So uh, right, right. Yeah, I just you have our support. Have you brought it to their attention that they? I mean, they're really making you look bad. Like, come on, dummies. You know, anything like that? I, I don't think they even understand it, Jim. That's okay, the sad sure. part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Andrew Glenfield uh, from the Brookdale Schools. He's the superintendent of schools yep. here in the local southeast Wisconsin suburb of Brookdale, Wisconsin. Andrew, I, I hope uh, that we get some better kids here for you in the not-too-distant future. It's uh, Good luck to you. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. We will check back next year to see if anything has changed. Yep, hopefully a new freshman will start sprucing it up. Do something, yeah, right. Okay. All right, Andrew, thanks again. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the conclusion of our interview with our friend, Andy Donahue. You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.